the top line is that, um, you know, I've been monitoring this each year since January 1st, 2016. Since January 1st, 2016 through January 1st of 2024, unaffiliated voter registrations in the state of North Carolina have surged almost 50 percent. That's five zero, 50 percent. Uh, unaffiliated became uh, larger than Democrats or um, Republicans, I'm sorry, in 2017, I believe. And then in 2022, uh, they finally became the largest uh, I guess you could call it a party or movement in the uh, state. So it's a very, uh, it's a continuation of a trend that departs from our traditional two-party mentality here. Uh, and as we said, this, uh, this pre- presents challenges for candidates. It makes things more difficult for uh, people like us to kind of wonder where things are going. Uh, and they're seeing, you know, bottom line, People are dissatisfied with major parties, meaning Democrats and Republicans, and I think that's what's fueling the growth of this unaffiliated registration surge over the last eight years. Well, and we're going to have uh, Senator Bobby Hannig joining us uh, at the end of the show to talk about new laws that have gone into place in the state of North Carolina, one of which now, um, you know, it's, it was always in place, but now it's really written into legislation that unaffiliated um we know that they've been able to vote. They get to pick. If you're an unaffiliated voter on right. primary day, you have you walk in and say, I'd like a Republican ballot or a Democrat ballot. You have to pick one party to vote in in the primary. You can't mix and match it. But unaffiliated have uh, the latitude to do that. If you're a registered Republican, you can only vote in the Republican primary. Registered Democrats only vote in the Democratic primary. Unaffiliated get to pick which team they want to vote for. And there have been many people, uh, in especially Really, I'd say the far right conservatives within the Republican Party who have been calling for years and years and years to close the primaries, to only allow registered Republicans to vote in the Republican primary, registered Democrats to vote in the Democratic primary, and leaving unaffiliated really out of the primary process altogether um, or kind of forcing them to pick a team. Um, and, And so... The General Assembly has now put in place uh, a, a law in the Election Integrity Bill that will prevent that from happening. So the primaries will not be closed in the state of North Carolina. And we look at that large number of unaffiliated. It's the largest political party in the state is a political party of people saying, I prefer to have no political party. Th- their impact, not only in primaries, but their impact in the general election is tremendous for both parties. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. <clears throat> and and when we look at that, you and I have talked about this because we both kind of love the data. You're listening to the Michelle Woodhouse show, by the way, on WPTF. I've got Corey Valencourt from the Smoky Mountain News on with me. And we're talking voter registration data, the impact of the movement um, from the two major parties, Republican and Democrat, into unaffiliated. Uh, for our listeners, unaffiliated are the most it's the largest voting block in the state of North Carolina. And when we start to look at the behaviors of those um those declared unaffiliated. What are some of the things that you're seeing that you think will be um, that could be indicative to either continuing patterns with a split in power in the state of North Carolina, or do you see unaffiliated that do you, do you think unaffiliated will start to vote in kind of a one-party way? What do you think their actual voting behavior will be once this this group walks in, um, be it for the primary or the general? Yeah, I think that's the million-dollar question, because right now, 
you know that 30% of this state is registered Republican. So pretty much anywhere you're going to run, you know, it, it varies from county to county, but statewide at least, you know you have 30%, and you should probably, if you're a Republican, get all of those votes to vote. Uh, Democrats have 32.7%, so they're larger than the Republican Party statewide. But unaffiliated, that 34.3% are the biggest group. So we have to focus on them and how they break. And I think if you just take a glance at, uh, especially out here, elected officials, you would see that these unaffiliated, at least in this part of the state, certainly break towards the right. So um, I don't think being unaffiliated is really a true ideology or a desire to break away from the two-party system as much as it is. Um, they're still voting probably the way they would have. They would have remained Republicans. They would have remained Democrats. Uh, the key, as you said in the story, is peeling away 3% of those unaffiliated towards your cause in one way or the other, whatever party that you're, you're pulling for. Uh, and that's going to lead to a lot of make-or-break uh, results for candidates. 3% in modern North Carolina is, is almost a landslide. Um, you know, we've talked about Ted Budd in the past. Look at the Sherry Beasley races. Um, some of these have been very, very close, and three points is actually a ton of people. 